one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, it's great to connect with all of you again. I know you missed me from like, what, five minutes ago? And I'm sure you miss Mr. Benny. Hey, B. Hey, what's up? How Pat? are you? I'm doing very well. I know. Well, I'll tell you, we're rocking it today. Mm-hmm. Rocking it today. I'm very excited about this next um, uh, fabulous guest we have. Uh, you know, why am I so excited about it? Well, here's why. When I think about what this journey has been like for me 15 years ago, starting in a business that many people didn't even know existed, in a venue which is almost gone now in the world of media, which is the ability to buy airtime on any of your AM, FM stations or broadcast networks, you can do that. Um, But more importantly, It's being able to do it and understand what it takes to thrive at it. And I didn't know what it took when I signed on for this. Many of you heard me share my story that in 2003, I dialed the wrong phone number, which was a right phone number. And I pulled out a credit card to the tune of about 10 grand. And I paid that for 13 weeks, one show, one hour a week on an internet-only station. And I will tell you that everybody that knew me literally wanted to sign me in to the hospital for a psych evaluation. First of all, nobody was listening to the internet and to pay that amount of money for it was not explainable. And you know, to this day, I don't try to explain it. I now know that what it was was an investment in myself, my future, and a way to help create a better world. Today, I'm considered a pioneer in digital media. Now, that makes me feel real old, but still, it is being able to say yes. But what didn't I know? Here's what I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know that in order to sustain the business, you really needed to figure out how to find sponsors for your show or advertisers. That leads to why, why I'm so excited right now, absolutely jumping up and down to talk to Ursula Menches today. Now, Ursula is somebody I found out about through an email that came across my desk, which I don't generally click on or look at. And it was talking about her fabulous work that she does that helps people like me, women, for example, but people like me understand that you need to have a sales coach if you don't have one, because if you are an entrepreneur, there's one thing I will tell you right out of the gate, you gotta know how to sell something. In my case, I didn't know how to do it. But what I learned was that I was so passionate, I was so on purpose with what I was doing, that some of the things I didn't know were okay. But in the world we live in now, I want to just pull open the door, lift up the veil, and talk about expanding business with women's sales strengths. That's why Ursula is here today. We're going to talk about gender. We're going to talk about sales. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about abundance. We're going to talk about opportunity. And we're going to talk about, most importantly, all of those ending with the word success. Because she doesn't do this just to say she does it. This is about success. She's a sales coach. She's a trainer. She's an author, the author of The Relief Zone. Uh, and what today is about, if you go to our website, 
one thing you're going to see is where mindset meets intention. Yeah, that's what I'm loving about talking with Ursula today. Ursula, great to have you here. Dr. Pat, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for that warm welcome. I'm excited. I can feel your energy. We're going to rock it today. I'm telling you, nobody told us as women growing up that someday we're going to have to ask people for money. Do you know how I learned how to do it? I learned how to do it at a young age, but you know, it's not actually a happy story. I learned because I was homeless at 17. And I mean, if you're homeless and you don't have food, and all you have is like a baseball cap, you're going to sit at the Port Authority and you're going to put your baseball cap out and come up with some way or some story to tell people why you need money. Uh, I don't recommend that for everybody. I don't think you do either, do you? Not my first choice, but great experience, right? And you probably figured out what you didn't want to do anymore. I probably did. (laughs) (laughs) I did figure that out. But tell me about you. Before we, we get into the nuts and bolts of this, I just gave a brief introduction. You work with entrepreneurs. You work with sales professionals. You do all of the above. But here's a question I have for you. Given everything that I just said about you, all that you've done, and probably a lot of things I haven't said uh, about the great things you've done, what are some of the challenges, Ursula? What are some of the obstacles that you personally had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Oh. Such a good question. And well, let's, let's start out right away. I'll tell you this. I have glossophobia, which I didn't even know it was a thing. I had to Google it. But glossophobia <laughs> is the fear of public speaking. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I take you all the way. I grew up on a farm in the Midwest of Minnesota. So I knew the value of hard work. And my dad always said, you know, you need to go to college someday. He hadn't gone to college. My mom hadn't either. He said, you need to go to college someday. But he said, before that, you learn, how, you have to know how to speak in front of people. And he would say it over and over again. Let me tell you something. It was the one thing I couldn't do. So in the ninth grade, I couldn't even read a paragraph in front of the class without just choking up. I mean, it was like deep, deep fear. So what did Mm. I do to fix that? I joined speech (laughs) and I started competing (laughs) and I got red ribbon after red ribbon and I tortured myself. I went on to major in communication and psychology, right? Because I got to figure this stuff out. And it wasn't until... I was, uh, I had my own business, but I started to see the truth in my dad's words. And I was start, people were asking me to come and speak after I wrote my first book. And I thought, there's no way I can do this. I can't do this. And I, I kept saying that to my husband. He said, you don't have a choice. And Mm. one day a mentor said to me, Ursula, you can be afraid or you can get out of the way and realize this isn't about you. This is about the people you're here to serve. And that one thing clicked for me. And I took that into speaking. I took it into sales and I started to get out of my own way. But for most of us as entrepreneurs or sales professionals, that's what it is. We are getting in, we get in our own way. Yeah. I love that you shared that because you and I, it's kind of similar, right? I mean, I stuttered throughout high school. So, I mean, think about it. Here we are. And yes, we have said yes to something. And I say yes to something because it keeps changing and growing every day, you know, and at the same time, I move from being a radio host uh, and I'm on 10 hours a week. I've been doing it for 15 years. Our, Our rating and our popularity is in the number one spot. We've been like that for about 10 years, but it, but here's what happened. In 2010, obviously, it wasn't enough. And I was doing pretty good. I had figured out how to talk about this in ways that made sense to me and other people. And then all of a sudden, I was helping a guy launch a network. The guy disappears, writes a check for $2,200 that bounced. The network owner calls me and says, you got to start your own network or I'm going to come get you. And I said, Oh, why? Because my buddy didn't do it. He says, you just have to do it. I got a big mortgage. That's how Transformation Radio.fm was born. And that's how the network uh, was born. And we're going to be going from one channel to 10 in four months. And sales to us is the top priority right below creating a venue to create a better world. So can you see why I was so excited to talk with you because we don't even know what we don't know here about this. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, sometimes that's the best thing. First of all, congratulations on all of your success and for being out there and serving. But here's one thing I know about you already is that you're here to serve. Your desire to serve yeah. and get your message out was bigger than anything else, right? It always yeah. has been. And when that's yeah. the case, 
selling becomes secondary. Like it's easy to sell when you're this passionate about it. I mean, I would buy anything from you. What are you going to sell me today? Right. So it's that it's making your why bigger than the actual sale. Why am I doing this? The reason that I'm doing it, if you listen to the show with Claire Candy right before this, she Mm -hmm. got, he gave her, she, she is angel healing house. Amazing woman. She does a show with us. She explained beautifully the why. My yes came from being internally committed to a purpose greater than myself. And I didn't necessarily know that why. Meaning, you know, why couldn't I just keep, listen, Ursula, why couldn't I just keep my big fat paying corporate job? Okay? No. (laughs) All of us. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But it's what I didn't know is the how. See, and, you know, what you're helping us do is really understand it. The other thing that was really important, and this is part of what I think your message is, is as women, and I had to discover this, we have a unique selling proposition. It's our uniqueness as women. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think that, I mean, women, I mean, we're we're so socialized to be a little more nurturing, kind of more compassionate. I mean, I'm speaking in generalities, but all of those skills that we've developed over the years definitely make us successful in sales and supporting. And, you know, we have great skills to bring into entrepreneurship. And so it's mm-hmm. like, it, we've, it's been cultivated in us. But the truth is, I mean, over the last hundred years, if you look back, we really haven't been in business that long. Some of my friends remind me regularly that in the 80s and 70s, you know, we still needed a gentleman right. to sign a contract for us to get a That's business right. loan or something. So if you think about the time frame, we're really making leaps and bounds. And I feel like right now, especially um, women are just making great leaps more and more. And I think more and more doors are opening. We're still starting businesses at twice the rate of men. Often, though, unfortunately, we're not hitting over the million-dollar mark for a variety of reasons, but I think that's starting to tip as well. I think we're starting to see how we can have multi-seven-figure businesses if we want them and have the rest of the life that we really want. Not that, mm-hmm. And it's not the whole having it all. It's having, it's having what, eat, what we want, what I want, what you want, like whatever that is that, you know, that individual desire mm-hmm. is possible. Wow. I love this. I, oh, my gosh. We're going to take a short break. We come back. Get ready. Take a pen. Take a pen. No. Oh, did I say take a pen paper? Don't do that. Take out your smartphone. Start typing or record this. Or if you miss any part of this, the archive is going to be, be up here later today. But here's what I want to say. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what are the three most important characteristics that most salespeople should have and what are the barriers that get in the way of us shining with those important characteristics in the forefront. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stay juicy. Tune in to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake, co-hosting monthly with Dr. Pat and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. My show, Your Juicy Love, helps you find the dynamic, life-affirming love you've always wanted. Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Tune in to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger, on the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. (laughs) The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. 
For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Are you ready to attract abundance, release stress, look and feel younger, all from your smartphone? Get Pure Light, a free mobile app with audios that transmit powerful frequencies to shift anything in your life. Created by some of the world's top energy healers, these audios have created miracles, often quickly. Enjoy the latest in conscious technology and download Pure Light today. To find out more, visit purelightaudio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Listen, uh, I know that you are out there. I mean, actually, uh, Char actually called him before. We have a lot of entrepreneurs. First of all, we have a huge uh, women, women, all amazing women that listen to the show. But there's a just a large part of you that are either involved as entrepreneurs or inside sales. And so when I saw Ursula's name come across my desk and, you know, you all have really just said to us through your questions, I don't know how to ask for money. I don't, I don't, my prices aren't set. I, I just thought I just have to have her come on the show for a minute. I've got to have her come on the show because she's going to share some numbers. She's going to talk about gender diversity. She's going to talk about what's important and mo- and and what I love about the work that she's doing. She's going to help every one of us shine. But before we get to that, Ursula, what is the best way, first of all, for people to find out more about you? And then more importantly, how do they work with you? Sure. Thanks for asking. You can go to our website, sales with an S, so it's salescoachnow.com. And we work with clients on a public basis. We have sales camp courses in Minnesota and California. So those are open to the public. And then we also work privately with our clients. So it kind of depends mm-hmm. on what your training needs might be. Awesome. Uh, and give your website again, please. Sure. Thank you. Salescoachnow.com. Awesome. And we'll make sure you have it throughout the show. The other thing I want to say to those of you out there, this is a live call-in show because um, I don't know what's on your mind, but if there's a question out there that's going to support you and your business and moving forward, please, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Okay, Let's talk about, if we could, I think a good starting point is what are the most important characteristics that salespeople should have? Now, I was talking to you during the break, and I said I was kind of groomed back in the day, as Benny says, with one particular style of sales. That is a style that doesn't work for my business today. Can you tell us what the characteristics are? What have you learned? Sure, yeah. In the past, it was a real transactional sales style, which tends to have a more masculine feel to it. And today, we're kind of shifting over to this authentic selling model. We call it the authentic sales formula at Sales Coach Now. And what I've seen, like the most important characteristics for a top salesperson, either, you know, working for someone else or in their own business, is that number one, they're authentic. And what I mean by that is, you know, you don't have to um, be showy in your sales process. You can be honest. You can have total integrity. And I think a lot of people feel like you have to act a certain way, or I'm going to be a used car salesperson, or there's a certain way of selling. And it's not true. You can totally and absolutely be you and yourself. And when people feel that, when they feel your honesty and your willingness to connect and really help them, that comes through. Second, they're persistent. Now, this surprises a lot of people, but statistically, you have to have to follow up six or more times before you close a sale. And Mm -hmm. most 50%, 50%, Dr. Pat, give up after the first call. So let's mm-hmm. think about how much business is left on the table because we're not persistent. And the third characteristic is that they're amazing problem solvers. Because here's the thing. If you get on the phone with someone, your product or service, maybe they need it a little bit different. And maybe there's a way you can customize it. Or they need a bit of a payment plan. You know, maybe they're throwing up some objections. They really want what you have. But you just have to problem solve for them to help them figure out, you know, how to make it happen for them. 
And so they're, you know, through that problem solving, they, they're able to just be a great listener, an authentic listener, and, you know, get those clients' questions answered. Um, and just really what I call hold space for the prospect. Ask great questions and find out what they need and then solve their problem. So they're persistent, they're authentic, and they're great problem solvers. Well, okay, let me ask you this. I want to break down persistent because this is part of the conversation. Um, you know, sometimes if we look at this, you know, definitely the, we're our own best advocates sometimes because we are persistent. You know, we're picking up the phone, we're, we're doing things to run our household, whatever it is, we can become pers- persistent. But somehow there's this strange energy, I think, that happens sometimes where we think by being persistent, we're bothering people. And I, I think that might be gender specific, but I don't have the study in front of me. Uh, mm-hmm. Does this show up for women? And what do you say or how do you define persistence for for, for people listening? Because you're not yeah. always going to call up and say, did you send in the contract? You may do something different. Right. Yeah, you may check in in a different way. Well, I, I don't know that I mentioned this, but I want if I've said it, I'll say it again. But selling is a skill, and it's a learned skill. Yep. You know, if you're an accountant, you go to school to learn how to manage numbers and how to do other people's books, right? Yep. You're a lawyer, you go to school. But you can get a, an MBA at some of the top schools in the country and not have a course on selling. In fact, there's probably two classes in the entire country that you can take out of college where they're teaching you just selling, not marketing and selling, but just selling, which I find very interesting. So we're not taught how to sell. And so what, what's true, so when you think about persistence, the truth is, you know, because people ask me all the, time, all the time, how many times should I follow up? How often? When am I being pushy? And the answer is this. You should follow up until you get a yes, a no, or a clear next step. So a clear yes, like, oh, they're ready to buy, you're, they're in. A clear no, never in this lifetime, not a fit. Or put a next step with them on the calendar so you can continue the conversation. And that next step should be the next couple of days because they have to figure something out. They have to talk to a business partner, et cetera. So what else? But the top 10% of salespeople, they don't think, hmm, when's the last time did I, that I called Dr. Pat? All they're thinking is, I still haven't gotten Dr. Pat on the phone today. I still don't have her signed contract. And she said she wanted what we have. So I'm going to keep calling her today until I get that problem solved. So in their heads, there's not even a conversation of when's the last time I called. It's have I solved her problem yet? Do you see the difference? Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge difference because, you you know, one of the things that that we we sometimes fall trap into is uh, what I like to call, uh, let me fill in the blank thinking for the person I haven't talked to for, uh, <laughs> in two weeks, yeah, right? It's that like, okay, now yeah. I have a whole story about why they haven't called me back. It's the old, okay, I called, I left a message, they haven't called me back. Now let me make up a story about yeah. that. Um, I know that you talk about this in your coaching program and your coaching that you do, but how do we manage, as you say on your website, that mindset, meet, and intention thing? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, uh, I wish, yeah, that's a million-dollar question, right? And it, thank it's you. a process. It's a process of really learning how to really manage your thoughts. And here's the thing. Statistically, mm-hmm. I love stats. I love numbers. They say that we have hundred up to 120,000 thoughts that, you know, move through our brain every single day. And when you look, start to pull those thoughts apart, what we learn is that they're the same thoughts every single day, right? We're creatures of habit. We're, we're thinking the same things, and we're telling ourselves the same stories about our prospects. And so it's like we have the same story about, even if it's a different prospect, well, if they really wanted it, they would have called me back. And so, but that, that's a lie. And so we ha- you're mm. absolutely right, Dr. Pat. We've got to tune in to the stories that we're telling ourselves and start to ask this question. Is that true? Because maybe it's not. In fact, I have people, so they'll, someone will say, well, that prospect doesn't want to do business with me. And I'll, say, I'll ask them, I'll say, mm. what are three things that are potentially not true about that? Well, number one is, I haven't gotten a no yet. Number two is, well, maybe they were just out of the office. Number three is, the last time we talked, they seemed pretty interested. So you start to just blow up that limiting belief or that story that you've created, and you start to see another possibility. The second you start to see the other possibility, your confidence grows. And you think, hey, maybe I do need to call that client back. And the second you do, the second you start to have that thought, either they'll call you or you call and you get through right away and they're, they're just ready to do business with you. So much of selling is that mindset piece. That's why on my website it says where mindset meets intention. We start with mindset because mm-hmm. I can teach strategy all day, but if your mindset is stuck, if you don't believe it's possible, if you don't believe you can make six or seven figures or whatever you want to make, we got to start there first before we work on sales strategy. 
Mm. Okay, let's talk about some of the things I alluded to. Women versus men. Um, I did grow up in an organization where I was the only woman. So I only had one role model. And then, again, um, I didn't. Um, And so here we are. And, you know, out of this is this place of, okay, wait a minute. There's another way to do this. What are the strengths that women have? What are the strengths that men have? And are they really different? Yeah, I I want to meet right in the middle. Like the perfect salesperson is kind of right in the middle of the masculine and the feminine, right? So men, for so many years, we, we talked about this already a little bit, but they've been taught to be very transactional. It's a numbers game. Make 100 calls a day. This is how I was taught when I first got into yeah. the world of sales. 100 calls a day. I don't care how many appointments, you just make 100 calls and put them on a tick seat and then you can go home. It was very transactional. And it wasn't about the client. It wasn't about solving their problems. It was just that. And that didn't work for me. So I brought in this idea of intention. I went into my manager one day and I said, what if I just make 25 cold calls, but I land five appointments because I take more time to connect? They were like, that's a horrible idea. <laughs> but I did it anyway. I'm a rule breaker. And within eight months, my sales skyrocketed. And I, you know, in five years, I was president of a $20 million company because I started to follow this, this process. And so what I learned is that transactional and being persistent, those pe- there were pieces of that that made sense. Like I had to know my numbers. I started to track them. Um, you know, I, I would count how many times I followed up because that was important. But then the flip side of it was the feminine side, which is, I was very authentic in the process. I would call people up. I'd call them cold, call them multiple times. And I would joke with them. I'd say, Dr. Pat, I'm, gonna, I'm going to earn an appointment with you. You know, what's it going to take? And they would laugh at me. This might be the 10th time I called. But you know what? Eventually they would say, Ursula, you're the most persistent person who's ever followed up. We're definitely going to meet with you. I connected. I'd go in. I'd have a great meeting with them because I did want to serve them. I would tell them. I was in the training industry. I'd say, we have the best technical trainers in the industry. And we want to work with you. What's it mm-hmm. going to take to earn your business? What's it going to take for that first piece of business? Eventually, I would get it. But, and then I would send them a handwritten note. That's the connection part. I would send them chocolates, whatever. I would keep connecting, and they would become a client for life. So, you know, men, although I, I think this has shifted, too, because I think men are becoming more authentic because we're giving, you know, I think society is giving them permission to. So if we can marry that, the, the feminine and the masculine and kind of be right in the middle, be that persistent, that professional problem solver, but also take the time to connect, make time for those appointments and get to, you know, get to know those people. You'll start to see your sky, your sales skyrocket. Yeah. And we can do it now in the digital world in a million ways. We're going to take a short break when we come back. uh, This is really the conversation we want to have. You know, if you're a woman and you're listening to this, do the same core principles of selling apply to you? When we come back, we're going to talk about what are those core principles and how do they maximize your personal potential. So you just heard Ursula share a few things here, but let's talk about some of the things that you may be facing yourself and what it is about these core principles that perhaps are universal. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as we reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy, and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit JenniferNoelTaylor.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Demystifying the journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. 
every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Could you swim with sharks? Is fear holding you back from living your life? The time is now to jump in and be courageous. Shelly Ryan has created a retreat to help you move past your fears with confidence. Join her June 30th through July 7th in Mexico. Have some fun, relax. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to be courageous with a whale and shark adventure. For more information, visit yournextchaptercoaching.com. High-frequency healing for an amazing life with Source Light Radio. Join host Laura Barton each month on Transformation Talk Radio as she explores Source Light Integration, a unique spectrum of energy, light, and frequency. Experience instantaneous healing and amazing shifts in consciousness with Source Light Integrations Radio. For more information on Laura and her work, visit SourceLightIntegrations.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, so look at, you might be thinking to yourself, what are these two talking about? Well, I'll tell you what we're talking about. We're talking about one of the greatest lessons I've ever learned and being able to bring you the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio, because without our sponsors, without our host, without our advertisers, you wouldn't be listening to this. You know, the model that we use is one of the few models left for independent talk. And that is the model where you literally buy airtime. And once you buy airtime, unless you uh, go the digital platform, which we also did, but to be on any AM, FM station, and pretty much now, you, you get the opportunity to buy airtime. And so in order for you to be successful at this, you have to be successful at presenting your value case to people and helping each of those people share their message. And in return, they pay you for it. Now, what are some of the things that we don't learn? We don't know how to do it very well. There's nobody teaching independent radio hosts how to do this. I literally learned the hard way. But, but, that's why Ursula Menchez is joining me here today. It's because she does that. Expanding business with women's sales strength. That's what we're talking about today. And I don't want all of you to step into the same potholes that I stepped in. So Ursula has agreed to join us here today. Uh, two things, uh, Ursula, if you could. A website again, but also you have an incredible podcast. Tell people how they can find you how they can work with you, how they can take your sales training course, and then, of course, how to listen to your podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. This is so much fun being here with you. The website is sales, with an S, salescoachnow.com, and we have public sales camp courses. They're two-day courses. in. Um, we have one in California in the, the fall, and we have four in Minneapolis um, in the fall as well. And there's information on the website, salescoachnow.com. We have free gifts and resources on there as well. And then also our, um, our podcast is called Double Your Sales Now. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on iTunes. And it's, um, we've had it for about a year. We have listeners all over the world. It's been a lot of fun um, interviewing. I interview a lot of my clients and my colleagues on how they doubled their sales what they mm. did to get there and what it took. So um, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback because they tell the stuff that's that's the tough stuff, too, like we're talking about today. Not always easy. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but but 
what it is, it's a way for enormous, I want to say, personal and professional growth. It really is. Um, one of the things I want to ask you about, and then we have an ins- a question that came in. And for those of you out there that have questions, any of you that are entrepreneurs, it doesn't matter what you're an entrepreneur doing. You could be an energy worker. You can be uh, in sales in a, in a corporation. It doesn't matter. If you've got a question for Ursula today, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819, or go ahead and go to the drpatshow.com and type your question in. Um, what I'd like to talk about um, the, the core principles of selling. And keep in mind the question we just had come in from Renee, which was uh, about, it was this. It was, uh, the question that came in is, talk about negotiating. You know, how low is too low to go in discounting a sale? And, uh, and, and talk about the key skills for negotiating. Basically, she's saying to you, Ursula, how do you negotiate? Yeah, great question. So I'm going to share the, I'm going to give you the high level, 10 core principles. There's 10 in my book, Selling with Intention. And the first one is to be intentional, which we've talked about in the sales, the process today already, meaning you have to know um, what your intention is with every client. I'm there to serve. I'm there to problem solve. Two, you got to know what you want. you got to be clear and have clarity on what you want. How much are you selling each month? Three, know that selling involves psychology. Four, you got to know your target client. Five, you have to create an ideal schedule and actually follow it. Six, you have to make sure that other people know what you're up to. Seven, you have to follow up for intentional success, which we've really talked about today. Eight, you have to connect with intention. You've got to really be there to serve. Nine, get the appointment. Ten, ask for the business. Things that we've all heard before, right? So when it mm-hmm. comes to negotiating within this idea of selling with intention um, and to the, the listener's question, the first thing the first thing you always want to do is so I'm going to take a step back. And maybe this happened, yeah. maybe it didn't happen in the sales process, but you've got to ask a lot of questions, okay? You want to ask pain-related questions and goal-related questions. The pain-related questions are open-ended questions to find out what's not working in that client's business or, excuse me, that prospect's business or their life right now. Where is their pain? What do they want to change? What are they tolerating? Because that's what's going to motivate them to buy your product or service. They want something different. Second is the goal. Once they purchase your product or service, what's going to be different in your, their business or life? So you want to ask those questions. Essentially, and Dr. Pat, I know you know this, but when you ask someone enough questions, they're going to be selling themselves on what they yeah. want. So then it's not a big negotiation. Like if you feel like you're in a big negotiation all the time with your, with your prospects, something's not happening on the front end. And then the second part of this is once you get the offer, okay, I always want my clients to have at least two to three options for their prospects. Because if there's only one option, only one next step, often you're going to end up in some kind of weird negotiation where it feels like win-lose. If you have three, two to three solutions for your prospect and they get to choose one, they're still going to feel like they're in control. And often they'll, they'll choose one and they'll feel great about it. Or they'll say, you know what, the option in the middle sounds the best, but here's what's not right with it. Or could we, do, could we have part of number three and part of two? Now, I get that everyone, like you might not be that flexible, but still there's ways that you can give your prospects choice in the process that makes it feel flexible for them. And then they feel like they really won, which they have. Now they can move forward with your product or service. So how do you address the discount question? Because that has got to be a, a question that comes up a lot. You know, um, we, we don't do per discounts per se quite in the same way. Um, we like to add bonus things um, to yeah. different times of year. Like right now, what we're looking at is people that sign on, you know, or whether hosting or co-hosting with us for six months, I think they'll get an entire extra month. Um, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but we like to do those kinds of things. Um, yeah. what, what are your ideas around this? Is that something you should do up front? Or should you wait? Yeah, I would, I mean, I would never discount. I don't think you have to. I think yeah. you want to you make sure your prices are in alignment with you. So here's yep. what's interesting. I find that sometimes people are underpriced and they don't even know it, Dr. Pat. So yep. they'll be out selling and then people are still, what they find is the clients or the prospects who are showing up for their low price pricing, right? They're showing up and wanting to negotiate. The second they raise their prices, some of my clients have had to double, triple their prices so that it's like they're priced correctly in, in relation to what the value is of what they're delivering. And all of a sudden, people stop negotiating with them, and they can't believe it. Well, 
it's like if you're not priced correctly and you're in doubt, people sense that all day long, and it's it's always us, right? Wherever we're stuck is what we're going to reflect out. And so that's the first place to check: am I priced correctly? The second is that I would I would never ever discount. Like if we have people who ask for discounts, yeah, we missed the boat somehow. Maybe not the right client. Maybe it's just not a good fit, right? Or maybe it's not the right option for them. Or we didn't ask enough questions on the front end so that they could see the value. We do the same thing you do where we do offer, like we have programs where if someone pays in full, we do give them a, price, a, a bit of a price bonus for that. But that's like a pay in full. And I think yeah, I learned that that's in the what corporate world. That's a nice bonus. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll add on extra training, some extra coaching sessions. Um, you know, we, do, we offer lots of extras like that as well. So we add value, but we don't go backwards. Yeah, and I think that uh, that what you just pointed out right there, um, the the idea is that if you are actually speaking with someone, let's say the third call you have, and you still haven't had a conversation to even know if this is a money question or not, isn't there something wrong with your diet? Why do you find that women have a harder time talking about money up front? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, mm. yes. Because we are the ultimate problem solvers and we tend to be people pleasers. You know, I know I'm, I'm, you know, kind of lumping in everyone here, but yeah. I was in that boat. I wanted, you know, I wanted to make people happy. That was, that was how I was raised and socialized and everything else. But I, what I've realized over time, and this is what I want our women listeners to hear today, yeah. is that when you really truly believe in your value, especially if you're still a lot of the product, like if you're delivering the training or the coaching or the accounting, the bookkeeping services, whatever it might be, when you are still that product, you have to believe in yourself. You have to understand your worth. And the truth is you don't have to over-deliver. In the beginning, I did that all the time, over-deliver, over-deliver, over-deliver. And it just takes the value out of what you're delivering. And Mm -hmm. so at some point, um, you have to get really clear on your pricing and by the way, if there are listeners who are stuck not knowing how, like, am I priced correctly? Because I, I feel that right. right now. Like, some people are going, what is that? How do I know? So what you want to do is say, what's the least amount I would charge for this service or product where I would feel a little bit resentful selling it? And what's the most that I would charge where I would feel, like, so excited and over the top and I would deliver at my highest game, my A game, right? Um, what's that number? Because usually it's a number in between. And a coach gave that to me one time. I thought it was fantastic. So what's the lowest, what's the highest? And usually your price point somewhere in the middle. I love that. Um, let me ask you this question uh, because this comes up a lot. What I've discovered over time is that people don't want to be tricked and got and and put on a call where it sounds like this is the greatest thing since apple pie and then all of a sudden now oh you're actually selling something and i think there is this dance that Mm -hmm. happens with that we see it all the time in email campaigns what have you learned from that especially (laughs) if you're looking in the lead generation category yeah oh that's a good question and the, the whole idea of the free consultation if you don't really want to do a free consultation and then have someone leave the call and not talk about what you're selling, don't ever offer that, right? Like I think so many, especially <laughs> women get stuck in the, I'm offering the free consultation. And instead, we're really clear, like in my business, we've been really clear over the years. Like if you're interested in sales camp, let's get on a phone call and talk about sales camp. If There are times when we do offer free business strategy sessions, and that's what they are. You're going to get business strategies. We can serve you great. If not, we're not attached to it. We're just in that giving mode. But discern what's the difference. And so be really clear in that because when you come in with a free consultation and, and you haven't said, hey, at the end, Dr. Pat, I'm going to tell you more about my products and services. Yes, it feels like people just feel deceived and they definitely won't buy from you or they will and then they'll ask for their money back. They'll, get, they'll ask for a refund. So it's really important to have that discernment and to be proud to say, look, if you want to talk about you know, how I can help you, let's get on the phone and have that conversation. To so be willing to be that direct and that authentic about really wanting to serve that person. That's what people want to hear from you. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important and, you know, to have this kind of wisdom with you when you're creating things, because a lot of what we do right now is digital. You know, it's not to say that you don't pick up the phone. I mean, I've come across somebody's website and I've just seen what they're doing and I picked up the phone and I just said, oh, my gosh, I I am so amazed at what you're doing here. And then I generally have questions and I introduce myself, of course. Um, and I, I remember one day I said something like, 
hi, it's Dr. Pat, Dr. Pat show. And I just want to tell you up front, I'm not, I'm not calling to sell you something. And I really wasn't, but I, I, I found myself having to have like a disclaimer. And then I, <laughs> and then I finished the call and the person said to me, she said, that was the best sales call I've ever been on. And I thought, uh, she said, well, aren't you going to tell me how I can host a show with you? And I was like, uh, okay, Jessica does that. Uh, but, but, you know, but see, this is interesting in that I learned over time, we're always selling. I mean, I was an organizational consultant. We're always selling in some way, but it's yeah. become a dirty word. Why? Oh, that is, well, because at times I think selling was, when you use that word again, very transactional, you know, mm -hmm. in the seventies, I'm, um, oh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, always be closing, mm. right? I still laugh and I still watch that movie. I love it. Then there were shows like Boiler Room that came out in the, I think it was the nineties, uh, you mm -hmm. know, all about that hardcore selling. And then since then, you know, think about what's been in the news, right? Over the years on people losing so much money in the financial arena and all these horrible things coming out about these, these evil salespeople, right? So it's hard. Like, of course, like we're climbing an uphill battle yeah. on, on selling. It is, it is like a four-letter word. People don't want to hear it. They don't. And, and I've had countless clients say to me, Ursula, whatever you do, don't tell me I'm a salesperson. Don't make me say I'm a salesperson. I'm not a salesperson. I hate selling. And of course, my response is, great. That's exactly where we're going to start first, right? We got to change some beliefs <laughs> around sales and selling. But it's, it's part of our culture. And and what, think about it. You can't go to school. Oh, you can. St. Catharines University in Minnesota offers a degree in sales. They're one of the few. Uh, but typically, you can't go to school to become a salesperson. No one wants to. Selling, selling is like, you know, what you became because you didn't go to law school. That was me. <laughs> I didn't know how to do in my career. But now I'm so proud of it. I'm proud to be a professional salesperson and to, you know, have my own company, to have this freedom and teach other people these skills. And so part of my own mission is to change that conversation and to see it really is about being professionally persistent problem solvers, Pat. I mean, that is who we are. That's mm -hmm. what we do. It is. We're here to serve. It, but we have to change is. the conversation. We do. How do you work with the sales team uh, around this issue? Because I know for me, I am quite comfortable in what I do for a living and how I do it uh, and what opportunity it does bring people. I mean... Uh, you know, it's interesting we're talking about this because if you talk to any one of our hosts, any one of the people we work with, we went from being a radio network. We're not that anymore. We are a radio network. We do deliver great content. We do inspire all of our listeners. We do ask them what they want. We do give them more of what they want. But yet we've grown to be an integrated marketing and communications company. We take a brand and help them move a brand forward because of what we built in our technology. We have two hosts right now that according to the statistics, neither one of them has ever published a book. They've ne never been authors. One, one brand has been here 18 months. We helped her develop it. The second one under a, a year, both of them got book deals because we helped them with the book proposal and to, to, and to take their radio shows and use them as chapters. And it's not because we're really smart. It's because my own personal struggle with trying to figure anything out in media has caused us to do things differently. But we don't know how to talk about it. And that's why I'm excited to talk with you today because we have the greatest team and I just mm -hmm. want to tell them how great they are even when the call doesn't go so well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's all it boils down to belief, right? And most of the time, it's the the individual salesperson's belief, right? Because you have a phenomenal story. This is your story to tell, and and then the question becomes, how do you give it to your salespeople in a way that they can yeah. they can package it up and sell it with the same amount of enthusiasm as you do? And so it boils down to that belief, that mindset conversation. And so with a sales team, that's where I start, and and any team, we start with the mindset and their belief about sales and selling, because often there's something there that they've been carrying for a long time. The second we can let go of that. I, by the way, I'm an NLP certified coach, NLP, Neural yeah. Linguistics <laughs> Programming. Yeah. And yeah. so my favorite tool in, uh, that I received in my NLP training was the ability to change people's beliefs and to do it fast. Because the second I do that, the second I move from someone from believing that selling is bad or salespeople are bad to 
they're, I, they can say I'm a professionally persistent problem solver, Dr. Pat, all of a sudden they're no longer afraid to pick up the phone and they're no longer afraid to be of service. So it's about moving that needle of the belief, the limiting belief to the one that empowers them to take action. And then the other piece of it is having a good script. And I don't like that word because it sounds so salesy, right? Um, so we call it an authentic sales conversation. But we just help people. We bullet point the conversation and we take the things that you just said, that great story that you have, the success stories, the problems that you've solved, and we move it into a short conversation so that they can quickly connect with someone, quickly get an appointment, and then interview their prospect because not everybody's your client, right? And so we got to get right. it out of our minds that we're trying to sell to everybody. No, you're interviewing people to find out whether or not they're a good fit for your product or service. End of story. And if they are, great, you're going to serve them. If they're not, you part ways or you refer them to somebody else who can help them. That's what that Oh, is. I do that all the time. I refer right? them to my friends at Voice America. I say, yeah, you, they have oh, go over there. They got a great sports channel. We're not we're not launching a sports channel here. We are launching a a, a, a political channel, and that's going to be interesting to do. But thank you for today. I hope you'll come back because what you shared is invaluable. And I, for those of you listening to Ursula, people can take your courses because this is how they're going to be able to get some knowledge, some wisdom, some training on how to simply show up as the most amazing people they are. And that's what you help people do. I love what we're talking about here today. Thank you so much for today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So much fun. One last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave all of us with today? Eleanor Roosevelt once said, you must do the thing you think you cannot do. And that's what selling, that's what business is all about. There's that one thing that you're resisting right now, that one thing that's in front of you, that once you do it, once you bust through it and you're on the other side, everything starts to open up. That's what I'm all about. Uh, Ursula, thank you so much. Website, one more time. Salescoachnow.com. All right, everybody. I know you heard something here today. Um, I want to thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. We're not done yet. we got another hour coming up on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And by the way, feel free to get a hold of Ursula. Ask your own question, whatever that what might be. And, you know, read some of the testimonials over here. People talking about doubling their sales, about finding their groove, about being in their flow, and about literally increasing how much they love what they do. Thanks to Ursula. We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.